Hey there, I'm Jackie Ray Greening, and welcome to Early Days, brought to you by Proust Chown. And wherever you get your podcasts, uh, this is one you are going to want to watch. This is just a fun success story. Did you ever sit in your basement eating a cookie and think, I'm going to build an empire with cookies? Okay, I didn't either. We're going to get the whole story as we welcome Kathy Leskow, the CEO of, of Confetti Sweets here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Are you, are you, live, are you in Sherwood Park? I'm in Sherwood Park. Are, were you born and raised there? Or where, where? In North Edmonton. No. I was born and raised. Ah, where'd you graduate from high school? O'Leary. Oh, you're an O'Leary grad. Yes. I was the pride of Paul Kane in St. Albert. Oh, okay. I'm a Paul Kaner. Okay. So growing up at O'Leary, what did were you involved in the speaking club, the cooking club? Uh, what were you involved in most of all? No, I was kind of involved in the kids that hung out at the back door and uh, skipped class and <laughs> listened to punk rock music and skateboarded. So, oh, punk yeah. rock escape, and, and here I am, a country bumpkin from CFCW <laughs> Radio. Oh my goodness. So, so. After you graduate from high school, where does little Kathy go? I uh, I went to Nate to take business. Okay. And my parents were very surprised because in, in high school, my grades were kind of not that great. And as soon as I went to Nate, I was an honor student. So what turned what turned it around? Uh, I think something I was interested in. Yeah. It's all it usually takes some exactly. of the times, isn't it? Yep. So after you leave Nate, what do you do? So after I left Nate, I decided I wanted my university degree. So I moved on to the University of Lethbridge. I moved on campus there and spent two years studying marketing. So you got your business, you got your marketing, and were you, were you working towards a certain goal? Did you have something in your mind? Like as you were growing up in the North End going to O'Leary, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a captain, I want to be an earring that just fell out of my ear. <laughs> I wanted to be in hospitality. I wanted to work in hotels and travel. That was that was kind of where I saw myself. Okay. And did you end up doing that? Well, after the University of Lethbridge, I jumped on a plane and went to Tokyo. And I taught English there, stayed there for two years. And when I left there, I was working in a, in a company that was um, looking to open a hotel, a really fancy hotel in Japan. Wow, what a great experience that was. Do you, do you speak any Japanese? No, I don't. No, no. did you understand or was a yeah, lot of pointing I mean, and nodding? When I was there, I definitely understood. <laughs> yeah. And you know, after a couple beers and some confidence, you get, you get, uh, you get really fluent. But uh, <laughs> if you asked me today, I'd be kind of stumbling. So what an experience. So what did you learn at the hotel and everything there? Uh, it, was, it was just kind of, um, I think what I really learned there was all the all the things that took to open a hotel. So getting a chef, we were bringing one in from France and you know the room decor and the marketing and naming the golf course. Uh, all those little things is what we were working on. Wow, that, what an incredible experience. So where do you move on after that? So then I came back to Edmonton, actually to Calgary. My parents had moved to Calgary while I was away. And, they were uh, hoping you wouldn't find them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I started applying at all the hotels. So I went to the Westin, I worked at the Delta. And uh, after I had my first child, it was kind of... Okay, where did we kinda, meet the man kinda, in the thing? Hold well, it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you left a little, okay, we got back from Japan and then yeah. we have a kid. <laughs> yes. So um, my my... Now my ex-husband, he was living in Calgary as well. 
and we kind of reconnected. We worked at Little Caesars together when we were teenagers. And we remained friends and reconnected and eventually got married. Okay, so you have the first child. Yep. And uh, what's what's uh, boy, girl? Uh, girl. She's, girl. Her name's Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Okay, so now what you have the you're working in the hotel industry. Hard to raise a child. Yep. Yeah. Shift work. Shift work. Yeah, that would be difficult. Yeah. So, uh, but I really loved it. And by that time, I was in conference services and catering and planning weddings and, you know, doing all the really fun stuff. Um, but we decided to move back to Edmonton because that's where our family was. Okay. So you moved back to Edmonton, then what's happening? Still work in hotels. I worked at the Delta Edmonton Center Suites until I had another child. Oh, okay. Yes. Boy, girl. Second girl. Second Her girl. Jada. Hi, Jada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the two kids now. Do you stay in the hotel industry? No. Then I went on mat leave okay. and started dabbling in the kitchen. And this is where the story kind of begins, yes. doesn't it? So yep. you've got little ones. You're at home. All right. What is it? You're bored? You want a challenge? or? Uh, you know, I made my daughter's first birthday cake. And in my mind, I could bake and I could decorate because I'm pretty creative. And this cake, I made like a two-story cake and it was really ugly and the icing was ugly, the piping. I learned like, you do not have skills for this. So I went and took some cake decorating courses at Michael's and I, I did really well at them. Just for the birthday cake? This was all yeah, for the birthday well, cake? I'm, wow. I'm going to be a super mom, I got to learn to make cakes because I'm going to be doing this for the next, you know, 10 years, right? Uh, so you're kind of, would you say you're a perfectionist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would say so too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go to all that trouble. <laughs> so the cake was a big hit at the party, was it? Well, the second year birthday was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. The first year forgot failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my, so you know, it's cakes and what's next then on Kathy's uh, menu well, list? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm um, at home practicing cakes all the time and I have all these extra cakes, so I'm sending them to different people and then I wanted to add, you know, beautiful chocolates to the cake, so I took some chocolate making at Nate um, and, and then I decided like my chocolates are beautiful and delicious and I should sell them. And what else can I make? I always make these really good cookies that I bring to people's houses. And so, uh, ding, ding, I'm gonna open a booth at the farmer's market in Sherwood Park. Never even been to the farmer's market in Sherwood Park. But <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to the farmer's market and it's obviously a hit. Well, I, I went to the farmer's market and they said, um, your, your application's denied, we have too many bakers. What else can you do? And I said, I make a really good spaghetti sauce. Did you? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Just thought I'd check. <laughs> the only thing I can really, the only, my, my only specialty in the kitchen. And uh, so I was selling chocolates and spaghetti sauce at the farmer's market. So what kind of chocolates? Just, just um, okay, so here's another, here's another funny story. So most of them were filled, like truffles, and I'd mm. make handmade filling and... I had all these molds and my first farmer's market, they melted <laughs> and I learned pretty fast that that is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But oh. I, I had to go over the year kind of doing chocolate bark and, 
and uh, spaghetti sauce. We ate a lot of spaghetti that year. So how did the, the spaghetti sauce sell? Not that good. Not that good. I'm not Italian. Um, maybe that was a thing, you know, like. <laughs> what does this woman know <laughs> exactly. about making spaghetti sauce? Exactly. Okay, that was the year one farmer's market. Did it go better the next year? Yeah, so that was um, kind of May through September. September, there was a brand new farmer's market opening. And they said, you know what, you can bring whatever you want. So I made cookies. Still spaghetti sauce because people wanted it, but my, my primary focus was cookies. That would be, is that a not a lot of work? So farmer's market, because you got to gear up and, you, and you're trying to gauge how much you want to sell because you don't want leftover inventory. That is the hardest part about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm calculating the weather and last year's sales and, um, you know, if there's other things going on in town. And I kind of had this like mental um, forecasting tool that never really worked, but... <laughs> I wanted it too, so I kept going with that. <laughs> and you're doing this all out of your house? Yes. That's crazy. Yeah, out of my house. <laughs> so you got the two kids. Are they involved in any sports or anything as you're getting all this oh, done? Oh, yeah, they're, you uh, know, doing dance and soccer yeah. and, and whatnot. But that probably gave you the the flexibility to do that with them, right? Oh, and, absolutely. And, and you're, then you're, but you're cooking up a storm. Yeah, and then I, and then I got pregnant again. Oh, my goodness, there's yes. another one. Yes, I had a son, <laughs> and his name's Davis. Hi, Davis. <laughs> So we got the three kids now. You're doing the spaghetti sauce, cookies. That farmer's market season goes well. Then what happens? Then I just keep going at it. Keep going at different farmer's markets. And that's how it all began was just, then at what point did you think, oh, okay, I'm bigger than anything that's happening here? And don't you have to get licenses and two for like health reasons? Like when you're, or is there that? There's certain farmer's markets that you can work out of your house. And the, okay. uh, the health inspector inspects you at the market. I see. There's other okay. ones where they inspect you at your facility. So it's all different. Yeah. But you're still, uh, you, how many cookies are you putting out? Oh, at that time, maybe 40 dozen a week, something like that. I hired the neighbors, uh, the neighborhood kids, and they came and they scooped the cookie dough for me. I would mix it in small batches, like just in my normal KitchenAid mixer, and they would scoop it, we'd bake it, and uh, we'd have it all ready for the market that evening. Wow, that is something else. And then even the packaging, well, you look at the beautiful packaging you have now, but what are you packing it in? Um, well, that was always my fun part. That was the part that I think I... Um, that almost killed the business because I spent so much on packaging and I spent so much time looking at pretty things. And, you know, I'd buy a box for $3 and sell $6 worth of cookies in that box. Math didn't work out, but it looked good. Um, yeah, originally it was just kind of clear cellophane and I would tie each one with a ribbon and, you know, curl the ribbon and yeah. Okay. Now you're selling this at farmer's markets. What's the next step in there where you had to look? So if I want to expand this, I got to open a location. Well, I actually opened a commercial bakery in my basement. In your basement? In my basement. That's every, I have a bar in my basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I make no money. <laughs> <laughs> so right in your basement. So now you're cooking big time. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, probably about 700 square feet and we had like the big commercial mixers and the ovens and um, cookie dough machines and like the full sink. It was full on production and I would have girls come and work for me 
and they would, you know, just come in, go down and, and do their work. I wasn't always there. Are you still selling just at farmer's markets Just now? at farmer's markets, still. Still at farmer's yeah. markets, okay. But, but you're, I'm doing you... like five a week now, and the big ones now. Okay, so you needed to up the production. Yes. Okay, so you're at these five markets. When, do, you, do you ever get out of your basement in this story? Not really. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yes, you do get when out of the basement. In the basement, no, I never... I never really got out of it, but uh, <laughs> then we had a neighbor complain that there was too many cars parked at my house, and you know I had the odd person picking up cookies and called the county. The county knocked on my door and said, "What you got going on in your house here, Kathy?" Ooh, ooh. cookies, cookies, yeah. Ossifer. <laughs> yeah, like the, the neighborhood smells really good. What's the problem? That's okay. Yeah. That's what made the move into a physical location. Yeah. They kind of said, you know, um, scale down or, or get out. And mm. for a day, I thought I'll scale down. And then I was like, no, I, that's not who I am. I'm going to, I'm going to go out. And I found a uh, bakery, um, kind of a German couple that ran a bakery in Sherwood Park, and they were looking to retire. So it was just perfect timing. I saw it, found it on Kijiji of all places. Okay. Uh, so you got your location, and some were people used to are used to going to get baked goods. Yes, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. now, are you focusing still just on cookies, or did you expand right away, or were you focused? What I was focused on cookies for probably three or four years. Okay. And I had uh, I was tired of people coming into the shop and saying. Do you only have cookies? It's like, have you had these cookies? They're not only just cookies. You're going to love them. Um, but anyways, we decided to expand to cupcakes. And now we do cakes and squares and scones and, and all kinds of good stuff. All, of the, all out of the Sher Park location. And yeah. then, so now, are you still at the farmer's market? Or now did you just focus on the location? We still do three farmer's markets. Which ones do you do? We do St. Albert, um, Old Strathcona and Bountiful. Okay. Yeah. In our prime time, we were at 14 a week. 14 farmers markets a week. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of labor too, sending people out to each of them. Yeah. A lot of labor, a lot of uh, organization. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you think about your, you have your business degree, you got marketing, you had the hotel experience, and you're probably using all of those tools. Absolutely. In your business. Absolutely. If you, yeah. if there was something as opening a business that you would go, Ugh, wish I knew that, it, it, to to give a, a, a tip to an entrepreneur, what would you say? Ooh, um, I would I would say you know look at your numbers. That's where I I got too passionate about the product and and I didn't I cared about sales and how much could I sell and I didn't really look at how much I'm actually making here. Yeah, because it all come, comes down to the numbers, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. Hard lesson. Yeah. And then I got divorced. Okay. So I really had to focus on that if I'm going to make this um, my livelihood, right? Yeah. Did, he, did he just take cookies in the divorce? Or? Oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Took some cookies. Took some <laughs> And then you, yeah, now I, I, I was looking, visiting your website. If you have a chance, check out Confetti Suites. They have a, you have a great website, Thank by the you. way. Really well Thank done. You. And, and people can order online now if they can't make it to the location in Sher Park and you're at those three markets. Yep. Anywhere else that we can get uh, these great treats? We are in uh, over 
250 grocery stores in Alberta uh, selling our cookie mix. We sell our cookie mix to Costco in Japan. So the Japan connection came full circle uh, and Costco Eastern Canada. Really? Yeah. So how did, was that part of a business plan where you said, okay, if we're going to expand and we're going to make some money to make that ledger sheet look a little more palatable, uh, we need to be shipping this out everywhere. How do you keep the quality control? Um, I'm kind of involved in, we, t we test it, right? Yeah. We taste it. Well, you have a dang good and, cookie, uh, yeah. Yeah, and we kind of know what works and we don't really stray from that. Yeah. Well, and the mix could it, I don't cook, so not even I can screw that one up. Exactly. And that came about from people saying, I don't live in Sherwood Park. Where can I, where else can I buy these cookies? So it's like, how are we going to solve this problem? Yeah. And I thought, oh, cookie mix. So now as you look to the future, what do you see as the next, is it expansion or what do you see next for your business? I'm kind of at that, I'm really at that point where, you know, I'm in my late 40s and the business is running smooth, it's profitable, I have a great team, I can, I don't have to be there if I don't want to be there, uh, I can really enjoy life. And it's kind of at that point, do I, do I just stick with that or do I challenge myself some more? So we're working on a, a lease for a second location because... Uh, it's kind of like now or never. If it, okay. if it works out, then I can take it further. If it doesn't work out, I still have time to recover. And can I ask where the second location would be? St. Albert. Oh, my hometown. Yes. See, yes. Paul Kane still there. Yeah. Oh my, that, that, yeah. I, and that is, it's a great lesson though for any entrepreneur to sit back and say, okay, Am I reloading or what am I doing? Mm -hmm. And you've decided in your mind, now's the time to go for it and do it. Now or never. Now or never. Mm -hmm. There's a song in there somewhere. Probably, yeah. I took a quote off your website. My passion and studies have always been business focused. And I can honestly say this is my dream job. Yes. Yes. As soon as I could get out of the kitchen, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I was more interested in, in the marketing side and the business side than um, my dreams not baking cookies all day and working in the kitchen. And you, and you recognize that about yourself. That's probably a great tip for any entrepreneur. Know yourself and then know what you're passionate about because how do you keep going and going and going if you're not passionate about yeah. it? Yeah. And, you know, I have people that work in the kitchen and in my mind, you're, their goal is to start working in the office and, you know, doing that stuff. And they're like, no, like, I love the kitchen. I don't want to work up there with you guys. So and you need, it takes different. all people. It takes all people. Yeah. So the girl that was hanging outside the back doors at O'Leary, smoking a cigarette, she's come a long way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And what do your three kids do? Uh, my oldest is just 18, so oh, she just dear. graduated. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then the other ones are still in school. So yeah. I think she's going into hairdressing, As following her passion. And that's... And that's probably the best way to leave this, right? Follow your passion. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much. Oh, and one quick thing before I go. The other thing I noticed on your website, uh, the uh, Confetti Collective. Yes. You're giving other entrepreneurs a wonderful opportunity. It came up during COVID. Yeah. And you've got a myriad of businesses in there. Yeah, we've got over 75 different brands that we sell. Most of them, my friends from the farmer's market. 
Oh, geez, that's and that and that's also a key to any business helping others. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to wrap up this show by being a test uh, cookie person. Thank you so much, and congratulations on what I think is a, an incredible success story. You got to be so proud of yourself. Thank you. I I am. I'm yeah. proud of what we've what we've accomplished. Yeah. The early days, it all has to begin somewhere, doesn't it? And, yep. Uh, Thank you to Proust Town for sponsoring this show. And thank you for the cookie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Mmm. <laughs> so good. This series is proudly produced by the team at Road 55. Road 55 creates content that connects. For more information, check our website, www.road55.ca.